Welcome to Wives and Knives, a true crime podcast with your hosts Danny Smith and me Kelly Lee. Please remember that we mean no disrespect to anyone mentioned in this episode or across any of the Wives and Knives platforms. We have an interest in true crime and related topics and whilst we may offer our own personal views on certain items, it is meant to be educational and as light-hearted as possible. The information we present is collated from research gathered from the internet and we reference and credit our sources wherever possible. Yeah, come and check us out on the socials. On Instagram, we are Wives and Knives the Pod, Twitter at Knives Wives, and Facebook Wives and Knives. Uh, we've also got a website where you can check out photographs and source notes from all of our episodes, and that's wivesandknives.wixsite.com forward slash my site. And you can also make some suggestions about cases on there as well. Hello out there, how are we all? I hope you're all keeping safe out there. Yeah, hi everyone. Happy, oh, happy chocolate egg <laughs> Shall we do a little update? <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely, after you. I'm good. I'm loving the bank holiday weekend and I am over the fucking moon about the few days of decent weather we've had. It has been so nice. You all right, Cal? Oh yeah, I totally agree. I lo- the sunshine's been lovely, but as usual apparently it's due to snow tomorrow so what the hell my updates not much uh i've eaten too many of the aforementioned chocolate eggs i still need a lottery win and a holiday um but yeah overall good and um, particularly happy when yes i, I love the stats you've been telling me about oh totally yeah i mean because like we said earlier it's it's just feels like recognition for all the hard work we want to take this opportunity to say welcome and thank you to our new listeners out there and you know obviously our regular ones too because they're such a grand bunch i would love to say that it was down to our hard work alone but i've no doubt that it may have had something to do with the downright awesome yes definitely so hello to all the new people talking of seeing red i am actually a patreon of their podcast and because of that, I got to take part in their true crime book club last week. Really, really good. Yeah, they did a great job of hosting it. And the book was super interesting as well. And obviously right up my street. So I will be doing it again. I think it is something to look forward to. Oh, it, it, I know we had a little chat about it before we started recording. It does sound really, really good. So, I mean, like you said, if you're into true crime and you're into book clubs, definitely checking it out, might not it? Um, I think I just wanted to uh, add in sort of like to acknowledge the sort of interactions between us and Seeing Red, just to say thank you so much, because you didn't have to do that. Um, and it was just amazing. And I, I mean, we yeah. both really appreciate it, don't we? I just think it speaks a lot to who or the type of people that Mark and Bethan are. And I just think it's just genuinely lovely to be sort of like in all of us in the true crime sort of podcast world as it were because we're very small fish I just think it was really really, supportive as well really kind and lovely it was just great so thank you so much I think it it's probably links into I because I'm quite I've seen some of their new merch and I'm quite fond of their uh, new sweatshirt that they've got and it be kind do better I think really nice I just think yeah really good message overall there (laughs) <laughs> on to other slightly awkward 
shout out related news oh, awkward isn't the word news. so you may remember our first ever episode we covered the case of Charlene Downs who went missing from Blackpool on the 1st of November 2003 and it was her birthday recently and she would have been 32 years old yeah and um like back I think we've mentioned it before but back when we were allowed to we took a trip to Blackpool and we did like a walking tour of the area and Danny did some pretty cool uh, like lists and stuff and maps. I do like to be organised. Pretty good day. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but on a, a sort of a side note, I sometimes paint stones. Like, I'm not I'm not going to go into it, but people quite like them. Uh, so I took one that I'd made for Charlene and I placed it near her name on, is it, I mean, I don't know, yeah. on like a memorial wall, isn't it? But I don't think I quite... So the Downs family have found like. it. <laughs> Sorry, just having a little tit to myself there. They seem really pleased with it. And they were, like I say, I don't know if it, if memorial walls the right word, but they were visiting her grave, for want of a better word. And, I, and I'm glad that they liked it. But also, I do stand by my thoughts on the case. She was failed by many, and I do think... Yes, um, if they were to listen to the podcast, they may realise that we did not always speak of them and their actions completely favourably, and that's slightly yeah. concerning. However, the main message is we hope that justice is served for Charlene, no matter what that entails. Uh, yeah, I mean, what we say every week in our disclaimer i'm not going back on anything that i said no we have only reported things that we have found on the internet and some of them are quite horrible things um but they they aren't necessarily yeah our opinions the things we're repeating (laughs) jesus christ You know what? You, everyone can do their own research on it, can't they? And uh, if you've not listened to the episode, go and give it a listen. Yeah, Lucy, who's one of our OG members, has uh, upped the security detail accordingly. So to this Yep, yeah, um, top crime recommendations. I have two books and a TV recommendation that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and I, I too have got some in-depth really? journals I've been pouring over. Nah. Trashy TV. Um, I did read a book, <laughs> but um, I'm not. I'm not recommending it. I've got. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about a couple of crime shows that I've enjoyed. Yeah. So my first books? item is a book, and it is non-fiction, and it is called "Prison: A Survival Guide" by Carl Catamole. So I saw this book on the shelves of Waterstones. I thought it looked interesting, but really only just gave it like a quick flick through. And then it was a couple of months later when I actually purchased it. And when I ordered it, I didn't really know what it was. Like I I didn't know if it was fiction, didn't know if it was nonfiction. I just remember being vaguely interested. But this book is essentially a guide to the UK prison system and prison life itself. It's written by a guy called Carl Catamol, among other people which have contributed to it, and he did serve time inside. And it was incredibly interesting for me, given my interest in true crime, but it would be really helpful for someone who perhaps has like a relative inside or wants to go 
into prisons to work or is serving time themselves. It is a really factual and interesting book. And what I loved the most was how like easy it was to read, really broken down into small sections, and it came from such an authentic voice. It's really good, and it didn't fall into the typical like media traps of glamorising or condemning life in prison. It was just compassionate without being overly so. It was factual really good and like I said it's got contributions from various people so it isn't just his voice it's got um, female prisoners, LGBTQ prisoners, just multiple perspectives on prison routines and expectations and opportunities or lack of that are offered um, from when you enter a prison up until release. It was just a really good overview and really opened my eyes to the place of prison in our society and whether it's about punishment or reform and the pros and cons of both. Just a really thought-provoking book and it is available on audiobook as well. It's super, super cheap, super cheap book um, and really good. It sounds really pretty. It is. I can lend it to you with all the other ones I've lent to you that you still have. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Listen, I've not been allowed to see you. That's my, that's the reason. And I want to make sure that you've received them back and, you know, witness the receipt (laughs) of said books. Right. It's actually got loads of references and like recommendations for further reading at the back and it's got like charities and just it would really give somebody a level of preparation for understanding what it would be like to go into a prison that I don't think you could get from anywhere else and if someone had like a relative that was going into prison just to understand um sort of the limitations and it's just super interesting really good book yeah I mean I guess who's going to know more about the the experience of being in prison than an inmate or an ex-inmate yeah I believe he did two and a half years and I think it was for criminal damage I can't actually find where I read that though that's just something that's in my head a reference for that it probably says it somewhere in the book but I did read this like last year but yeah really really good there we go Kelly what is your first recommendation okay so mine is um you know crime related obviously um so my first item is it's a television series and it's called the flight attendant it's actually been out for a couple of weeks now um so you, you know you may have seen it it's really good um it's based on the 2018 novel of the same name and it's um, by someone called Chris, oh, I'm probably going to murder this, Chris Beaujolian. Uh, apologies if that's terrible pronunciation. Anyway, but the flight attendant, on the surface, it's just like a comedy murder mystery. And it's about, you guessed it, a flight attendant called Cassie Bowden, who from the outset is, you know, living her best life. She travels the world, stays in nice hotels, has lots of friends to party with and lots of characters to have flings with. And she's a little bit reckless, you know, she's a bit of a hot mess, but she's thoroughly likeable. Um, so the first episode of this 
eight-part drama and I'm in. I, I really liked it. Nice, easy watch, you know, glossy, fast-paced, fun. And I've no issue with um, Kaylee Cloco. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Um, going into this, I quite like her. She's mainly known for her role as Penny in The Big Bang. And I yes, I watched that. Called Eight Simple Rules. Yeah, eight Simple Rules of Dating My Teenage you Daughter. Oh, so I love that. Yeah. So she, yeah. Well, she, so you, yeah, she was in that when she was younger, and I, I think. Well, I'm glad that you've seen that because I, I thought she's quite natural in that. She's a natural comedy actress. Um, but after this, you know, she's really gone up in my estimation because it's not just a normal comedy, it's really clever. So um, as well as other things that I said, it's also got likeable characters, solid actors, you know, across the board and a really good murder mystery storyline. So like she sleeps with a passenger on a layover and she, when she wakes up in the morning, <laughs> she's God, I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> well, yeah. So, there, you know, it, there are loads of twists and turns to keep you gripped right up to the ending, which isn't disappointing either. Um, but it's for me, it was how it, how it deals with like the serious issues in the in the comedy. So it deals with like alcoholism, mental health problems, coping mechanisms, and you know, like childhood trauma. There's just loads of heavy topics, but it deals with them really well. Um, and it was an emotional roller coaster, you know. One, I, I would happily go on again. I really, really enjoyed it. I, as I was watching it, I was already thinking, like, I hope there's going to be a second series because it was really good. <laughs> and it looks like that's been cleared for takeoff uh, for spring of next year. Um, so that's great. But as I said at the beginning, it's based on a book, and the author has written some other titles. Um, although not a sequel as yet. Um, and I, as I was sort of researching this, um, I read an article where it said that the killer is actually different in the book, uh, along with a few other things. And like I said, I haven't read the book, but I've checked out his other titles and I, I will be giving them a go because the storyline was just so good. I was like, I really like this and I'd be interested to see, you know, what other storylines uh, are in the bank, as it were. Anyway, so if yeah, if you if you like a good comedy and you like a sort of fast-paced, gripping uh, murder mystery with some really good characters and good actors in there, um, you should check out the flight attendant. And it's available now on on Now TV, and it's probably available on other platforms outside of the UK, I imagine. But yeah, give that it sounds, a go. that it's does really, sound really good. Really good. Um, I will add it to my Now TV watch list. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should say, like, we're not actually sponsored. Well, we're not sponsored by anybody, but I feel like we should, if we were going to be sponsored by someone, we'd be honestly, because it's all we have to say, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds it's a little like from what you're saying. So, have you seen the film now in Knives Out? Yeah, is it? Oh, um, uh, yeah, I quite like that. That's, I don't know. Chris Evans is in that. Yeah, you know, oh, never. You know, like, we've had the conversation a few times, like, was it the Stuart Lubbock episode about? Yeah, I only know British Chris, Chris Evans, Evans. And, Chris, and American Chris Evans. Okay, American Chris Evans is in well, Nice Out. That was a mystery murder that was funny. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. It's probably, I don't know if it's slightly better, you know. Ooh, I have to be in the mood for something um, funny. Like, yeah, you can get me on, like, a documentary anytime. But for something with, like, a funny storyline, I have to be in the mood for. I know it's normally the other way around for people. No, I think I'm the same. I think that's why I was a bit, this one stood out to me, because it was like, it's a murder mystery. But it's so I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna give it a go. Um, but it was really clever. So I was like, oh, it's not just funny. It's it's like, how long is an episode? Focus on the clever parts. And that's nice. Um, maybe about like half an hour. Yeah, know? that's doable. And there's like eight eight episodes. I feel like that'll bode well it's for good, my yeah, attention I'll, span. I'll say, give it a go. I will. <laughs> so my next is a fictional book called my dark vanessa by kate elizabeth russell so this book has won awards it's like a new york times and sunday times bestseller and you can get it in like every supermarket that's open at the moment it is everywhere but i had heard quite a lot of controversial opinions on it because some people were saying it's very triggering it's um like messed up or things like that and yeah it kind of is but I fucking loved it I thought it was great it's without ruining the story it's about a girl who has I don't think anyone would argue she's definitely been groomed as a child and had a relationship with a teacher and this relationship has never really ended she's not with him but he still has some level of control over her and she's a much older adult now she works in a hotel and he is getting arrested or like um, proceedings are going on to take him to court for other um, child abuse claims and it's like bringing it all back for her and there's a level of her questioning what was abuse and what wasn't and she's having a difficult time coming to terms with rewriting her own history and it is great really good book it is I've definitely given like all of it away though that was a really bad Mm. bad like a teaser because I've basically told you the whole plot it is a book where not much actually happens do you know what I mean the character progression from start to end is minimal yeah. because it's mostly based in like flashbacks and her rethinking and retelling things from her past. But brilliantly yeah. written, in my humble opinion. And as a character, she is like super complex, but I still found myself relating to her. It was it was lovely. Uh, yeah, I do know a lot of people have said like it's very unsettling and this and that though. But I suppose it depends depends on the individual, doesn't it? But it's yeah. one, like I said, won lots of accolades. It's great, and she's not actually written anything else. This Kate Elizabeth Russell. I just looked it up because if she had, I would be all over it. But no, just this and. This book's also available in Italian and other languages. Because I thought she'd written another one, but it just had a fancy title. But then I realised it was the same title in Italian. There we go. That's what I did just before recording this. I was like, oh, what's this other book she's written? It's the same fucking thing, isn't it? 
depends how good she you know how much you enjoyed the book I know so I like something with like um dark a dark questionable narration from the inside of someone's disturbed mind that's my my bag isn't it yeah but there we go again another book I read it super quickly once I'd got into it and yeah love it absolutely love it Mm, sounds good go on what's your next one (laughs) uh well this is my my next and my final item um and it's another show um but this time it's an itv drama um and it's called grace it's another book adaptation and again one i wouldn't mind checking out and there are two so far in the series that have been adapted I'm concerned I've not seen this. I'm like, I'm usually all over an ITV drama. Well, I'm not. Because, you know, I'm not, I don't have a TV license. So I'm kind of like not usually down with what's on the terrestrial channels. But I read a review of this and I thought, oh, sounds good. I'm going to give it a go. And I did because I've got, um, I treated myself to the, because Towie's back on. (laughs) I treated myself to the ITV, um, like, pay without you know oh. see if you don't get the adverts and it's like 3.99 so I was like oh I can enjoy this song's adverts great I'll chuck it on so I did and yeah again on, like I'm thinking on the outset ITV it's going to be like oh I love dreary, that I love a dreary detective. washed up detective yeah. slight alcohol problem estranged from their spouse well, this is a little, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different, but it's along those lines. So he's, again, yeah, standard dreary washed-up detective. Um, he's got, like, a traumatic event in his Of course past, he has. The ex-wove come. And, like, when we're, we're sort of first introduced to him, he's, he's like, in the in the back, uh, like, of the like police station. He's, like, in the back of the office working on cold cases. And he's, like... He's sort of, you know, like, not embarrassing, but he's well respected. But he's like, they're like, oh, I'll just leave him in the back, you know, we don't want him up front. Um, but one of his, like, the guy, one of the guys that he works with, he's like, oh, I need, just, I need your help on this case type thing and brings him back in. And it's, it's a good plot. Like, it, it's pretty complicated, but it doesn't, you don't like lose your way in the narrative if that makes sense like it's well laid out even though there's lots of twists and turns and there's some interesting characters and I don't want to give too much away but because you really need to watch it but it sort of centers around um a stag group like a stag party right. um who have a car accident on the way like back from a stag do but the actual stag is missing and it's like where is he like there's a few sort of again on the storyline there's a few hints that there's something going on with some of the characters um but then you're like something happens and you're just like what but it's good what like you want to watch the next episode and thankfully it's an actual feature length um, length episode so you can watch it all like a film if you want to it's just like you know like in one long segment so it's really i prefer that so you get you get what's the word you get the closure the resolution at the end of it you're not like left waiting and it's a and it is wrapped up really well as well you know it's good um so i i like i said there are two books and this first episode is the first book and the second episode which i I think's coming out next year that's the second book but 
again like this because it's an, an adaptation i would be interested in reading them because the storylines were really like it's just a bit different it's quite exciting um and keeps you guessing all along the way but it's like a really good it's a bit different really enjoyed it um yeah so oh the i should have said should i the traumatic event from his past is actually that his wife sandy i think she's called went missing um six years like prior to this episode and she just like there's like we don't know what happened she just went she just went out one day and just never came back so i feel like that's probably gonna you know come into yeah. the next episode or the next book and there's a few like things that you're thinking oh yeah they've, they've got to expand on that and they've got to expand on this and then he also visits like a medium so you're a bit like oh here we go but it's enough that you're just like oh that's fine you know wasn't too didn't go too crazy there it was just enough you know so I don't know if like there might be more of that as well coming but overall I really enjoyed it and it's got um John Sim as the main character like the um the aforementioned Grace he's the main character and I, I really like John Sim he's a solid actor you know you can't I feel like comfortable with him I'm like oh John Sims in it it's gonna be good you know and 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 that's exactly what happened it was really good and I really enjoyed it so yeah recommend it ITV it's still on there now um I think it's like oh that that does sound cracking I will watch that probably today um because it does seem like the kind of thing I will love and I've just had a quick google and yeah, there's rights that Peter James has written absolutely shit tons, hasn't he? If this is anything to go by, I'd be I'd be interested in reading some books because it was such a good story. I was like, no way! Oh, you're joking! What's going on here? She yeah. definitely did it. No, he did it. It was like you know, nice. You know, Thank you for really bringing good. that into my life. Final recommendation I've got it. is one that I just assume everyone has already watched because. I can't imagine not being aware of this, but it's 24 hours in police custody on Channel 4. There's been so many seasons of it. But the new season's just started. There's been two episodes, and they have both been absolutely exceptional. Um, Great examples of fantastic police work. Really thorough looks at a case, and with a lot of compassion towards everybody involved. I just think they've been fantastic. The first one was to do with um, child sex abuse and the second one was a shooting. And they were great, really interesting. Like I said um, earlier before we started recording to Kelly, there's a lot of times in true crime podcasts, particularly when we're talking about when police work has been not perfect like it's been a bit slow or they miss something but this program highlights when police work is fucking exceptional they were so good and thoroughly recommend and I assume everyone has already seen it anyway because who wouldn't watch that gem of a program (laughs) yeah I mean well I I think like you said I said to you before I've watched a few of them but it's one of those programs that I just dip in and out of. You know, if I like, I think, oh, I fancy something along those lines. It's a solid program. I'll watch that. 
Yeah, I think I have more passion for that program than most. Especially, actually, the last episode I watched. (laughs) Um, The perpetrator of the crime, who there was no doubt about it, he was guilty and he'd done awful things. But there was a little bit of exploration about his past and what may have led him to commit those horrible, horrible crimes. And it was done with such such a fair look I felt it was compassionate but also didn't go to excuse his behavior and yeah it was just spot on really really good um yeah yeah just great examples of fantastic police work and in my opinion great documentary making as well um different case for each episode so you can just like you said dip in and dip out but yeah, it's great. I hope everyone's watching it. And uh, yeah, feel free to let me know if you are, if you are as enthusiastic as I am about the programme. Yeah, I definitely do. So yeah, yeah. and it, we keep saying true crime top five, when I realised that the majority of them are just loosely crime related and not in any way true. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, yeah. We're, we're just, yeah, we're umbrella turning it, aren't we? We so um I think have we got anything else? Oh, I think I actually wanted to uh, I was gonna say I was gonna tell you that we were talking to my friend about doing a intro for yeah. you know back in the day when we actually had this conversation ages ago. So I've been speaking to a friend of mine about genuinely getting something recorded and her partner Lee is like really on board for it like he's really excited about it so I was thinking um we could do with having a conversation about that do you mean like a tune about what you're on about yeah cool is this guy that's particularly enthusiastic musically inclined is that why fantastic he just wasn't like some guy that was like yeah that's a good idea um, yeah he's on board for like helping us in whatever way I'd like a jingle for us and everything so do you know what my favorite like intro music ever is and like the sound of it evokes comfort and mystery the jonathan creek tune Uh, love jonathan creek jonathan creek was like yeah that is a good tune probably the first apart from crime watch loosely related crime thing that i was allowed to watch as a child because it's not like it's not gory and it's not but it was always like this person has died who's done it and there was one episode where this person had crafted (laughs) themselves an alibi by changing the clock in they were like looking after someone who was old or dying and they changed the clock slightly day by day to skew this person's perception of time so that they would say oh they were here at like lunchtime when really it was tea time honestly it blew my little I was probably about yeah. eight and I was like this is incredible like I loved it I still love it I uh, <laughs> Watch Jonathan Creek regularly, to be honest. It was a good show. It was like that could do with um, 
Like a, not a yeah, and I really fancied like Jonathan. Because it was a solid... Still do, but I don't fancy... What's he called? No, I didn't. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't name. fancy him. I can't remember. I don't know. I think it's because he's really, like, <laughs> intelligent and awkward. Intelligent, awkward, yeah, living in the exactly windmill with a duffel coat, and I'm there. Um, Just the dream. That yeah. definitely went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault as per. Um, I think what I was going to say, I, want, I wanted to say Amazing. that her partner calls us Cagney and Lacey. Um, and it was just funny. I think I wanted to say about... I, I don't know who Cagney and Lacey are yeah, either. So. And, and I understand it's like a, a duo. Oh, well, so I, I didn't cool. think you would. So Cagney and Lacey are pretty... Are, pretty, are they are girls? Cool, like we've been called Cagney and Lacey, even though they're a retro reference. Yeah, but they were pretty, okay. they were cool, like... Tweedledum cool. and Tweedledee or Laurel and Hardy. No, like, no, they're pretty sound. Like, despite being, obviously, a lot older um, and being police officers, um, I'm not, I have no issue with being called Cagney and Lacey. I think it's pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? A compliment. It's a compliment. <laughs> Brain's not working. Yeah, so that's everything, pretty much, isn't it? I feel like we're both coming away with Yes, the, definitely. Soon we'll be able to meet up in person. Yeah. Yeah, we've, well, we've booked in a hair day. Yes. Well, not officially, actually, have we? But we need to. But we we are. It's pencil. And I did like your suggestion about... Yeah, I think that'll be great. So that's what have we got next week? One. Next week, it's um, the Jersey case, um, which is the... Uh, the Newell brothers, Roderick and Mark. Have you? No. I'm going to ask you this now. Have you heard of Bergerac? Right, you need to Google that. Fantastic. Old pop culture reference, okay. I'll look forward to that. <laughs> so until then, we hope you've enjoyed this episode and please do get in touch with us on our social media channels. Yeah, it's always great to hear from Bye. you. Uh, thank you again to all of you for listening. Well, I think it seems an opportune time to end this episode. So thank you to everyone out there for listening to us. Yeah, thank you. And we'll be back with another case for you next week. So stay safe out there. Bye, guys. Bye.